passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. This episode talking about this Knicks win and this win streak. Knicks now, three-game winning streak after knocking off the Denver Nuggets at the Garden on Saturday. New York was powered by a second-half comeback in which they were down 13 points in this game. The returning Jalen Brunson, who had been out with a foot injury for the past week or so, uh, he scored 24 points, leading the Knicks in scoring in this game. He had a blistering first quarter in which he scored 16 points. Uh, Looked like he picked up right where he left off from the injury. Um, He had some clutch free throws in this one. Um, He had a big-time alley to Mitchell Robinson to seal this win for the Knicks. R.J. Barrett, another solid game. He pitched in with 21 points. Julius Randle had 20 for Denver. Jokic, 24, 10, and 8. But it wasn't necessarily a dominant performance we've been seeing from Jokic for much of this season. Mitchell Robinson um, really uh, made him work for his baskets. He struggled a little bit down the stretch, scoring over Mitchell Robinson's length. So uh, Mitch... Uh, helping out on both ends of the court here. And then Jamal Murray ended up leading all scorers for the Denver Nuggets with 25. So just uh, off rip, I mean, the Knicks beating the number one team in the Western Conference. I know the Denver Nuggets, as we talked about last week, had been struggling. But this felt like a game in which the Denver Nuggets were playing pretty well. Uh, They got up by 13 points. The Knicks were able to battle back and win. How impressed were you by this Knicks win? Yeah, good point, EJ. This wasn't a game that the Nuggets lost. The Knicks won this one. Um, You know, Nuggets, best team in the Western Conference all season. Yes, they've struggled of late, um, but they won early this week. They beat up on a bad Pistons team, played well against the Knicks. And then on the second day of a back-to-back in Brooklyn um, against a Nets team with the rest advantage, took care of business, easily easily beating Brooklyn. Um, Final score was a little bit closer um, than the game was. You know, the the Nuggets were up 20, you know, double digits for most of the second half and, and 20 points in the second quarter. So uh, again, they have the, you know, two-time MVP, possibly three-time MVP. Jamal Murray played very well, hit four of his four yeah. first 
three-pointers, um, look sharp. Michael Porter Jr. shooting the ball at a high clip, um, which is no surprise. when he, Whenever he's on the floor, he plays well. Um, you know, they got Aaron Gordon, Bruce Brown. They got guys, as their record would indicate. But the Knicks just, um, you know, as the Kansas coach, Kansas State coach said yesterday, we got dudes over here, um, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and the Knicks got guys that, that can play with them. And, and starting off right from the first quarter, um, every, you know, Knicks fan kind of anxiously hoping Jalen Brunson looks good, looks solid, comes right out of the gate, scores 16 points like he never left. You could tell that he certainly looked like he missed playing on the garden floor, playing in NBA yeah. games, um, got back, looked good, um, which was a very encouraging sign. And uh, yeah, I, I thought you mentioned um, the play of, you know, obviously um, you, 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 uh, you got 20 plus points from Brunson, Randall and, uh, um, and Barrett. Yeah. which is certainly welcome the eighth time this season that they're that those three guys have each scored 20 plus points. And then you got the center combination um, holding Jokic, as you mentioned, um, Jokic is playing at such a high level that he, they actually held him below his average in points assists. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so a job well done. And we saw him kind of, you know, do what he does against the Nets the next day against Nick Claxton, um, who's, you know, in the conversation for defensive player of the year, um, you know, Jokic had his way with Claxton. So credit to, uh, Mitch Robinson coming back after a little kerfuffle, little issues on social media this week. Um, and Hardenstein obviously continues to play at a very high level. So, um, all around good team win. Um, we didn't even mention Josh Hart. We'll talk about him. He continues to be really, um, you know, just a just a such an important contributor on both ends of the floor. Really can't say enough about that dude. Yeah, I mean, Josh Hart continues to make an impact in this one. Um, Thirteen points, eight rebounds, five assists. Another one of those games where it's like he played great, and the box box score does reflect that. But oftentimes, you don't need to look at the box score to know how well he played. You could just watch the game and see the impact he had. Three steals in this one as well. He was great and. What, what I love, what I, what, I, what, I, what I take from a lot of these games, especially against the really good teams, is I like to see what the opposing teams are saying about your team. Because in some ways, that kind of gives you a great indication as to just how effective your team can be. And I, I thought the way uh, Michael Malone talked about this game, and you kind of mentioned how you know it wasn't really as much like the, the Nuggets lost this game, it was more about the Knicks kind of winning this game. That's kind of what, what Mike Malone kind of said. He said, look, these were two really good teams. They got a lot of good players over there. Um, and we came in here, we played well, but uh, you know we came up a little bit short. But you no, know, Mike Malone, he's been really – after his team with their effort of late so he would if he didn't think his team came up came out to play and that they, they kind of laid down to a team that was much lesser than them he would have said that he, he's not someone who mints his words and that's not what he said at all i know he uh thinks very highly of tom thibodeau he worked with tom thibodeau in new york but still um i, I thought that that was uh, was an indicator for just how uh, well the knicks are playing um and you know this game was not the most pretty game, you know, you don't have a guy who had 39 or 40. This was kind of a, a grind out slug fest a little bit, uh, at least in this day and age in the NBA, you know, you see 116, 110, but you know, in today's NBA, that's what this was. It, it was not going to be a, a game where bats were going to come easy, especially in the second half when the game really started to get uh, bogged down. Definitely kind of a playoff atmosphere we saw on Saturday a little bit here in New York. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
got your happy price, price line. Definitely. Garden was rocking. Um, yeah. you know, it's kind of a sign of things to come. Um, and yeah, I think that's a good point. Like the kind of the playoff, this had a playoff feel to it. Not only the atmosphere, but the slow down, little pace was slowed down a little bit. Um, Denver's been, you know, the best offense in the league uh, th- this season. Um, and the Knicks kind of made them grind it out a little bit. Um, and that's bodes well for, cause that's kind of the way that things trend in the playoffs, especially when you play teams five, six, seven times in a row, game slows down, you know what the other, you know, you know what the other team's going to run. Um, you just got to get there and stop it. And I think that's kind of the recipe for the Knicks success out rebound teams they out rebounded the nuggets by 10 um they had twice as many steals they had three times as many blocks you know get after it defensively play with effort challenge uh, shooters close out on shooters and that's what we saw um two things um uh, you mentioned michael malone's comments um it's good I'm happy you brought that up because I, I also found some of the uh, remarks he had that were interesting. Um, as you note, um, Malone has some experience in New York. His father, Brendan yeah. Malone, was on the Knicks staff during the 90s. Um, Mike Malone talked about shooting around you know, w- with his dad before games yeah. in the Garden and how Tibbs was really an important figure in his coaching development. Um, and one of the comments that he that he made that I found really interesting, and I plan on writing about it sometime soon, was um, – he said to the effect of, I, I should have brought the quote up, but basically the, 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 the crux of his statement was we ask players to improve all the time. You know, in other words, yeah. uh, Jason Tatum's got to work on a step, you, you know, the great players, all the good, all the good players, um, you know, RJ Barrett's got to work on his free throws. He's improved that every, every summer, somebody adds something to their game. Good players do. And he said, we should expect the same for coaches. You know, tips mm-hmm. came into the league kind of, you know, under had the reputation as a defensive coordinator, but you know, the Knicks are top five in offensive efficiency and they're outside the top 10 in defensive efficiency. And basically what he said was, Coaches have to get better too. Coaches have to adjust. Um, and uh, you know, Tibbs has received criticism. You know, during his time, he's yeah. also been credited. But you know, he has received criticism in the past, and I think he deserves credit. And we've given him credit when it went yeah. to uh, for making adjustments here along the way. Um, and the other thing, just uh, from this game, and uh, you know, a common denominator on the pods we've done uh, since uh, February eleventh. Uh, when the Nick, when Josh Hart made his made his debut for the Knicks, um, Knicks are twelve and three in those games. Um, it's the second best record in the NBA during that stretch. Um, the the Sixers thirteen and three are their only team with a better record. Um, uh, the Knicks are nine and zero in games in which Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson have both played um, a full game. That doesn't include the Kings loss where where uh, Brunson played just the first half. But in games mm-hmm. where both players have started and finished those contests, they're nine and zero. In fact, the last time the those two guys have played together and lost the game was in the NCAA's against Wisconsin mm-hmm. in 2017. Wow. Um, you know, I, I looked at the numbers. They're 74 and nine in their last um, uh, like 85 games or something together. So I know our, I, I, our producer, JJ, it's, it's tough to think about that, that novel, that novel. <laughs> um, but they also got a chip together um, and then Brunson went back and got one the next year. But um, yeah, again, you know, and, and uh, Hart talked about it. These guys have known each other since they were 14 um, and just everything that that Hart brings to the floor um not only the intangibles but just his his production has, has really been remarkable um during the last five games he's averaging 11.2 points 60 percent shooting 9.6 rebounds 5.6 assists he's had at least three steals in three of those five games um i looked it up on basketball reference he's currently just the third player in nba history with at least eight assists 
eight points and uh, I'm sorry, eight rebounds, eight points and four assists off the bench in five straight games. Uh, Larry Bird and Detlef Schrempf when he won sixth man of the year in 1990 um, is the only other two players in history to do that. So just kind wow. of, you know, again, um, the, the ways he contributes to, you know, uh, both on the floor, off the floor, locker room, um, everything you could have wanted. I think we were high on Josh Hart. We both thought yep. it would be a great move to get him, um, but he's exceeded expectations if that's possible this far and uh he's been a key part of this Knicks resurgence uh you know since since the deadline and I think what's what was what was obvious to me in this game was when the Knicks are whole you know I, I kind of don't like the idea of just looking at only an eye test but when they're whole and you look at them with Brunson out there and Mitch out there and RJ and Randall and Hart now IQ's playing like they're a really talented team like I watched them like this team's got a lot of good players. Like, this is not a team that's going to be easy for any team to just walk in and beat. Like, they got a lot of guys you got to try to take away. Um, a lot of guys, they impact the game in different ways. Um, guys who can impact the game on the glass. Guys that can impact the game defending the rim. Guys that can impact the game with their ISO scoring. Guys that can impact the game spot-up shooting. Like, they're, 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 they're not a team where you can say, take one or two things away. Okay, we're going to win this game. Um, the, the Knicks can find a way to win multiple ways. And here watching this game they went down 13 points and i had no doubt that they were going to make this a serious run and i, I knew that they were going to be in this game which is a testament to the talent that they put together because the, a lot of years they we've seen the quote-unquote fake comebacks from this uh, team and from this uh organization where you say okay you're down they may make a comeback you know they know where they're going to win like i went down 13 against the best team in the west and i'm sitting there saying I still think they can win this game. I still think they're going to make a big run. I think it's going to be a real, real run. I don't think this is going to be a maybe they cut it to five and then they lose this one. I still think they can win this game. And uh, Credit to them for, for coming through here. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, uh, you know, that's the thing, It's especially in the playoffs, when you have, you know, they're not a, a D'Antoni Rockets team where if you take away the three-pointer, they're dead in the water. Right. Or, uh, you know, or even the Knicks teams of the past where if you get get you have Ewing on an off night or you have like an Akeem to slow him down, it's very difficult for other guys to step up and score 20-plus points. Um, Knicks can beat you in a bunch of different ways, and a lot of that stuff travels. That's one of the reasons why they've had success on the road. So that's great to see. Yeah, they they pounded the they pounded the uh they pounded the the nuggets on the glass in this one, 43 rebounds compared to 33 in this one. And that's a testament to like you saying, be able to win in multiple ways. Uh the Knicks shot only nine for thirty-two from three in this game. Most of the time in a game in the NBA, if you only make nine threes and you shoot twenty-eight percent from three, uh that's almost an automatic out in today's NBA. But not with the way this Knicks team can play, because they could say, okay, we're gonna lean on our defense, or we're gonna lean on on pound the opposite glass. And they'll find a way to get their way. They also had, uh, um, you know, only had 12 turnovers. They're a team that's, that's always been a low turnover team. So they, they, they're a really good team. And, and this win was uh, definitely a testament to that. So the Knicks come out with a big one at the Garden, uh, 116, uh, 110 was the final in that one. 